0: What's up y'all and welcome to the Jack Vita Show. I'm your host Jack Vita and I have a very fun episode in store for everyone today. There are no sports going on but that's not stopping us from podcasting. I have a very special guest joining me at this moment she's going to tell us about her time on survivor life after survivor and share some thoughts on the current season survivor winners at war many of you should remember her she was on your tv no less than a year ago reem daly from survivor edge of extinction how are you doing reem
1: great thank you thanks for having me man yeah it's
0: great to be talking to you first of all how are you doing how is everything
1: Um, you know, it's a weird climate right now, right? But I'm very thankful to have my family with me and to have a job that is work from home. So I was kind of quarantining prior to this, but, um, I'm just, I'm just thankful to be healthy right now and to be with my family. Honestly, I think that's, that's all we need to think about right now. Just stay home, stay healthy, but, um, I'm doing well and uh yeah
0: absolutely like you said so much to be thankful for i think we have a really great opportunity right now to just get some family time that we otherwise wouldn't get
1: that's true we're playing a lot of games over here man i'm sure that uh i wouldn't have gotten to play as many as i have in the past (laughs) few weeks (laughs) um you know my kids are freshmen and juniors i mean they they're they're around uh pretty often which is great like you know we we do enjoy each other's company normally but it's fun to you know have these virtual game nights with other families we've we've been enjoying that and we have one going on tonight which i was telling you earlier i learned about that you can get full-blown jeopardy boards to play just like google it and bam there's your game night it's you didn't even have to do anything (laughs) (laughs) it's awesome
0: I think I heard you were playing some board games on the edge of extinction when you're over at the edge of extinction
1: oh we were playing chess yeah sadly Chris always beat me but (laughs) it wasn't easy he had to he had to work for it but he did always win
0: (laughs) so before we get into the survivor stuff I have a question that is a little sports related because talk a lot of sports on this podcast so I know you're from Virginia area Mm -hmm. and I would think that you're a fan of the Washington DC teams,
1: right? I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I am proud of the nationals. I'm a hockey fan, which, uh, will map back to my time on survivor because it was during the playoffs. And the last thing I saw before we left to get on the bus to the airport was that, um, the caps made it to the finals and I was so happy, but I couldn't like, I didn't have a phone so I couldn't reach out to my son or my husband who I knew were freaking out knowing that would happen. Cause that's always been like a one day thing in this house. So I appreciate (laughs) that they vlogged the entire, um, the entire playoffs so I could get authentic reactions when um, yeah. Cause I was on the Island. And I had no idea they won. It was so great um, that they did that for me. So, yeah.
0: But go that's ahead. so yes. cool. That uh, was exactly what I was going to ask you about uh, Okay. <laughs> yeah. The time period I figure was probably around the time you were going out there yeah. that they would have been in that playoff hunt. And I watched a lot of the games that year. I'm, I love sports, I love hockey. And so to see those guys and then just to see how much fun Ovechkin was having all summer with the Stanley Cup, it was it was very fun.
1: Oh, so happy for him. I mean, honestly, that guy's been busting his butt for years and they always come so close. And their fan base, like we just love them here. We really, really do. And and I was thinking (laughs) to myself, if they won, I really hope that my husband took the kids to the parade. And of course he did. I just, you know, I didn't know. I just, you know, I was just, (laughs) I was sad to miss all those milestones, but at the same time, um, they vlogged it all for me. So I was pretty psyched about that.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I was wondering, what is that feeling like when you are on a show? For those who don't know, if you go on a show like Survivor, you don't get any news, as Reem was alluding to. You have no idea what's going on in the world, and I'm just curious. You don't know what's going on with your family. How much were you thinking about what was going on back at home or with the with the Capitals?
1: You know, man, you are—that's all you think about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially on the edge of extinction. Um, that's a lot of what you're thinking about. And I don't know. I was, I I was dying to know, but you know, you can't get answers out of anybody. And it was funny because people were coming to the edge after um, family visits. So they had some information, but nobody knew what, there was a lot of basketball information being thrown out, but I'm like, yo, hockey info, please. (laughs) And they're like, oh, sorry. I didn't think about it. And I was like, wow, because none of them were, you know, Caps fans, so
0: yeah, I mean, especially basketball, it would just be, oh, of course, the Golden State Warriors won another championship. Uh, everyone knew that was happening.
1: Well, <laughs> you know, that's that's all that um, War Dog was interested in hearing about, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and he had just missed the family visit. His mom actually went all the way out there and then he got voted off. He didn't get to see her. Oh, that's man. unfortunate. Yeah, long flight. Mom, and
0: in- at least enjoy a nice Fiji vacation for a little bit.
1: I mean, I didn't chat it up with her about it. I had just heard that she had gone, <laughs> um, had traveled all the way there. I think it's only like two days. I mean, I really don't know how long family is oh, okay. like because you it is a long way. Like, I even thought to myself, if I have that opportunity, I almost feel bad. Although, my husband would have done it in a heartbeat because he's a huge fan and just amazing, you know what I mean? But it is a long trip, man. And it's I'm sure it's coached yeah. that they're flying as well, but it's a long, long trip.
0: So, Reem, you were the first person voted out, which honestly just I think that's just the cruel part of Survivor. Can you please tell me about what happened? What were those first three days on the show like and what what happened there?
1: Um, you know what? It's and I've said this and other interviews but you are who you are right like you always say you sit there on your couch and you're like oh man what are they doing like what do you you know better especially if you're a fan what are you doing what are you doing but i'm like at that point i don't even know how old i was 46 47 46 and it's like you are who you are right like if i see somebody's carrying the heaviest thing well why should they have to? like of course i'm going to say hey can i help you you know what i mean but maybe they don't yeah. want help. Do you know what I'm saying? Or um, if somebody doesn't have their shoes on and even though there's like sharp things everywhere, maybe they don't want someone to tell them to hand them their shoes or be like, you know, nobody was there for their mom. So shame on me for being that person because I <laughs> didn't mean to be ma'am, but it's just yeah. who I am. You know what I mean? Like I, if you come into my house, you're going to get something to eat and the drink. Like it, it, it would bother me if you didn't, even if you didn't want it, I'd be like, come on, I'd ask you a thousand times, even though you said no, <laughs> 999, <laughs> because I just feel, you know, it just doesn't seem right to me because that's just how I was raised. I did. But anyway, you don't, um, I should have known better. It's my own fault, hundred percent, my own fault, but I wasn't thinking of it like that. It was cold out. We were wet. You started the game just wet and it was miserable the first night. So, you know, I saw people stuff in the shade and I didn't think that they don't want me to touch it. I thought I won't interrupt them and I'll just move it for them, you know, because the funny thing is when it's pouring down rain and you don't grab someone's stuff. Well, you are right there. You couldn't grab my stuff and it was raining. Do you see what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, Totally.
1: But at the same time, your stuff's already wet. And now I just want it to be dry, but I should. And it wasn't probably even that really. That was just Devin's making a mountain out of a molehill. That's all that was. And good for him, but I'll never forget that, Devin. Sorry, buddy. I won't. <laughs> um, and the whole thing of being in the water, we they had all just gotten out of the water. And nobody wants to be wet. So I was like, yeah, while we're in here and wet, it wasn't, hey, let's go out the three of us together. That's not what that was. That's what they want it to look like, but that's not what it was. And the yeah. fact that, you know, Kelly Wentworth was like, oh, look, look, the three of them, that's fine with me, you know, of course, because it's none of their names. But when you hear it, you take it personally, dude. You just do.
0: Yeah. It was something that I remember watching that premiere episode there's this really heartwarming scene and it's you and big wendy and keith and you're teaching keith how to swim which i would yeah. like to hear a little more about in a second but it, it looks like wow this is such a touching heartwarming scene and then rick just totally ruins it and is like oh was the first three out it's easy i was like ah oh.
1: yeah because you know and good for him that's what you do but i was thinking you know, again, I was in the mom mindset of bro. Well, I was thinking a couple things. First of all, if there's a challenge with water, you need some big tips to get further along because he wasn't a swimmer. He learned, I mean, good for Keith. He learned how to swim via YouTube, really. Um, and wow, that's so impressive. So I thought it was totally. So I thought, yo, because this was before we had our challenge. I and mean, I didn't know if there was going to be water involved. So I'm thinking, you know, you need to get some pointers While we're already in the water, why not, right? Of course, I didn't know he was like scheming behind my back the whole time. (laughs) And that's funny, too. I'll bring this up, too. When I saw it go down on TV, because I had no idea, okay? Because when Chris and Rick came to the Edge of Extinction, they were like, why are you so nice to him? He was... And I said, you know what? I don't care what you idiots have to say. Because I like him more than I like him. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, I'm like, stop. And I just, I didn't trust them. Zero. (laughs) So I had, even though they kept saying these things to me, it wasn't registering that he really did me dirty. I did not know. So when I saw it, I had a conversation with him that night and I was like, wow, dude, that said, so I go I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it. But wow, that's that wasn't cool. You know? Yeah. Like I had no idea. And the funny thing is, I was even talking to Kelly Wentworth. I did a the day of tribal. We lost the challenge. And yeah, I was totally gunning for her because she's of course, like, hello, we've seen her play. Right. Be smart. Get rid of her now. Yeah. But I wasn't thinking that she was maybe working with David Wright. Like stupid me. I wasn't even thinking that. I just liked David in general. I enjoyed him. So I was like, yo, you want to work together. Not thinking that he would have more allegiance to her as a shield. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I was yeah. not thinking as I should have thought, Reem, you're sitting on your couch. Look at side of the situation. I wasn't. That was really so dumb. There were like 300 red flags that I didn't even see.
0: I'm curious about the swimming lessons. Is how successful were they? Because I know, I know a lot of people who have had this experience. I try to teach one of my friends who doesn't know how to swim how to swim, and it's it was impossible. He wouldn't get in the water. He was so scared.
1: Well, see, Keith was already in the water because remember we jumped off a boat for our marine. Yeah, so that's true. He but and I did not know this, and you see it if you rewatch the first episode opening he was having a hard time. Lauren actually helped him. Oh, so, and they had with the first night we talked about and that came up. So that's how I knew. And I was like, and I'd mentioned it to him once when we were doing the pond fronts. and I used to be a lifeguard back in the day. I mean, I'm not like, <laughs> um, you know, I'm not the head lifeguard chief. Lifeguard. I'm not like as good as she is, but, um, <laughs> but I, um, you know, I used to teach kids swimming lessons. Of course, I had to pay for my own kids to have them. They never want to listen to their own parents. But um, <laughs> so I just, you know, he had the basics of it. And I was really just kind of helping him more with his arm movement and reminding him to kick his feet because people forget like kicking your feet helps keep you afloat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, I was just trying to give him a couple of good basic pointers to remember in the event that we had a challenge. so
0: Yeah, that's cool. So I'm wondering, because you talk a little bit about how you made, in my opinion, you made the correct target of going after someone who's already been on the show. Number one, how surprised were you to see the returning players on your tribe? Not one, but two of them. And my other question is, do you think you would have had more success if you were on the other tribe? Because the other tribe was going along with your mentality of wanting to take them out and allow the new people to get their own survivor experience.
1: Um, um, of course I'd like to say yes, I do. But, um, and I got along really well with, uh, Julie. I think here's the thing though. I really like, like Aubrey and I in real life are great friends. Um, so maybe we would have become great friends then. Like, I don't know. I I don't know how our relationship would have panned out if I was on that tribe initially. So, you know, things work out for a reason. But anyway, this is a hypothetical. Yeah. Um, right. I, I, I like to say yes. <laughs> because, <laughs> because in a way, I felt like... I was targeted for my age. They didn't see like true value and they saw me as a mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was just easy. And I'm just not one of those people that can sit there and act like I care about conversations that are trivial to me. Like I'm not going to indulge or if I see anything that seems mean girlish or just If I feel like people are being excluded, I just I'm going to go with the people that are being excluded. You know, I'm going to go out of my way to draw my line in the sand as far as how I feel about what's you know what I'm saying? And (laughs) and there were just certain things on our tribe that it it just it there was just no way (laughs) it was going to (laughs) work out really, I think, because I did in the end try to you know, be like, yo, Kelly, you know, you think I'm after you? I know you're after me. So why don't we just work together type of thing? And and I'm like, yeah, I got Wendy and I got Keith. She's like, Are you sure you have Keith? And I'm like, yeah, why? And then I was like, I'll go talk to him now. So I went to go talk to him and I see Lauren coming off the beach from being with him. And I'm like, he's down by the water alone. So I'm now worried about him being by the water alone when she was probably just telling him, yo, we're good. Here's the plan tonight. And then I go talk to him and I'm like, Hey, are you okay? Listen, this is the plan. And he looked at me and he goes, Reem, they're playing you. And I'm like, dude, I'll, I think we're good. Just, you know, hear me out. And he knew the whole time because he was on their side.
0: Man, that's tough. Were you How surprised were you to see the returning players? Oh, sorry,
1: back to that. Um, <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> it's all good.
1: You know what? It's like, you're happy to see them as a fan, but you're kind of like, and I'm not going to lie. And in your own way, It's like, well, you think maybe, okay, it's great because it's nice if they have some info when you're there, but when it's time to vote someone out, that's when it's like, well, technically you should go because, yeah, we haven't had an opportunity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And when it gets to that, that's when things get awkward for sure.
0: Well, I think in addition to... Maybe you having more success on the other tribe. I think you definitely would have with Joe on your tribe. You wouldn't have gone to tribal council.
1: (laughs) Hundred percent, right? I would have made the merge, huh? Like, and that you know, yeah, that's like people can't talk about how great they are because guess what? You made it to merge, so you don't know if you would have been voted out. Just so you know, congratulations on being on the good tribe
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you get voted yep. out and they what you walk down this path i don't necessarily know how they walk you down or anything like that you record your final words or something like that and then you yeah tell me about this path where it says edge of extinction okay, is an so option
1: he snuffs your torch right jeff snuffs your torch And then you walk away and you don't know you're being recorded. Yeah, everybody's mic'd up, but you don't know. You're just pissed, right? That's why I was like, freaking so lame. Like I was just talking to myself (laughs) because I do that. And as I'm walking down the (laughs) path and you're just like, you don't even know. I mean, I've never played this before real time. And you know what I mean? Like you don't know what to expect. You've never been to tribal. You've never walked off tribal. You don't know. You just know you got to go down this path. And as you're walking and then all of a sudden there's this sign and you're like, wait, what? And then you're like, wait, what? And then you start reading it and you're like, <laughs> huh? And then you're like, wait, is this for real? And then you heck yeah. And then you take the torch and go. Like, But it's, <laughs> you don't know what to expect that when it's presented to you, you're surprised.
0: Yeah, it was interesting because in your season, it always said you have the option to continue your adventure and everyone continued their adventure and this season, it seems that they're like, well, with all winners, they're definitely just going to want to continue their adventure. No one's opting out to say, "Eh, no, I'm good. Let's go to Ponderosa."
1: Right. Well, they don't have a choice in this season, right? And and when yes. they do, um, my girl Sandra's not going to have time for that. No. <laughs> so.
0: You go to the edge, and for those who did not see your season of Survivor, they're listening to this, and the Edge of Extinction, you go to this island by yourself. No one else is there, but the people voted out have this option to stay on. It's kind of like Redemption Island. They did it before, and eventually will have a chance to compete to get a spot back into the game. And obviously you did not know what that even meant, when you could come back into the game, what you would have to do um but you end up going to the edge all by yourself and you really set the tone for the season because then everyone would come they would see you there
1: <laughs> some happier than others um that <laughs> you know that was one of the hardest things about being there is you don't know anything
0: <laughs> you're yeah. on
1: a need to know basis no one's talking to you like that night was absolutely horrific and it was it was interesting to hear Natalie talk about it last week when she was like, you know, that first night it was so lonely and no one was there. I did notice there was a big tarp. I wonder. I don't think they bought. I've never heard them talk about buying a big tarp with fire tokens, but maybe they did. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh,
0: you're jealous of the tarp.
1: I'm so jealous of the tarp. <laughs> you don't <laughs> understand, dude. It was cold, and you had to share. And, you know, it, it, it just, it, yeah, I was because especially in the rain, the rain was terrible. So, um, but anyway, for her, I understand it was lonely, and all you're doing is going over everything you did wrong and how disappointed you are. I mean, luckily for her, it wasn't raining, but it is, it is lonely and it is, Even though you have a chance, you're sad, man. Like you go through that whole, what is it? The stages of loss. Mm, Yeah. You really do. It's, it's, um, like you set the tone, but what people show up and that's when, (laughs) that's like when war dogs showed up (laughs) and I was like, and he was getting on my nerves and I was like, yo, this is my Island now. And like, as far as I'm concerned, I was here first, my Island, uh, (laughs) I didn't like, you know, play that card much, but at the same time, in that moment, I did.
0: (laughs) So you ended up spending, what, 35, 36 days on the edge? It was a lot. I don't even
1: know. Something like that. Yeah. So I noticed that Natalie got there on day two. I got there on day three. So she'll be there a day longer than me, depending on when they have their back in. Assuming she stays, I assume she'll stay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would think she, I think she's going do to Do you stay. think she's anybody
1: in... else will raise the flag?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. Hmm, do you?
1: I don't know, I'm not going to lie, I was surprised Sandra did, but now hearing her, I'm not surprised, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, she had nothing really left to prove. Everyone knows she's Sandra, and yeah. I, I don't really like how, and I, I, I want to hear your opinion on this, but I don't like how people are calling her a quitter. She got voted out.
1: Oh, she's not a quitter. I mean, listen, she doesn't want to stay, and she doesn't really care what anybody thinks. She's already won twice. Yeah, I mean, she's done, so it's yeah. fine. You know, she's experienced everything there is to experience in Survivor. Every getting yeah. voted out was the last thing she needed to experience. Oh no, she'd experienced that before, so yeah. she's done. Yeah, she's over it. I mean, she's just she's done. So good for her. Yeah, I really want to
0: know how did you how did you do it. I mean, what gave you peace of mind? How did you find your strength? And what motivated you to just keep going? And what were those lonely days like?
1: Well, the lonely days were no bueno. But I could <laughs> I <laughs> I have I have people to answer to in my household here. And if I was going to leave my family, I was gonna do everything I could to make it worth leaving them. So if that and sitting on that freaking island as long as humanly possible to try and get back into the game, I was going to do it. I was never going to quit. Never. That was never an option. I love how like, you know, there's so much drama in thinking that I would have. Um, I think Chris said it in a podcast and I was like, bro, that's not cool. I would have never quit. Um, after after um, and I don't even want to say quit because Wendy was done. She had had her full experience. And honestly, she yeah, she should have won that merge um, challenge. That was hers to lose. You know, yeah. she just, unfortunately, her Tourette's kicked in. And she was, um, mm. you know, she can't control everything all the time. And that's unfortunate. But that, you know, she saw it just getting worse. And she was done. So emotionally, she was good. She was good with it. But anyway, I didn't like how they called her and Keith quitters because no one knows what it's like out there, man, honestly. And after they left, those guys thought Aubrey and Chris thought maybe, cause I was just hanging out by the mass. You know, that's, I was just catching rays to be quite honest with you. Uh, I wasn't like <laughs> done. I didn't want to, you know, I just, you just need self time sometimes, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but my, my kids, my family was a motivator. Listen, I, I know that you're very spiritual and I respect that. And I am too, but I'm very private about religion. And that was something that definitely, listen, we don't really have control over our destinies, right? If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. So you just have to be your best self along the way and let the chips fall where they may. So for me, that was just sticking it out there. If it was meant to be that I would win that challenge, I would. If not, Hey, guess what? I'm on a, uh, I wanted to lose weight anyway. So that kind of worked out. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I was like, jokes on you, man, I have nothing to eat here that I want. So this is a great diet. Um, yeah, I mean, I gained it all back plus some, but at the same time, <laughs> I, you know, you got to find the, the silver lining, right? So it's all yeah. good. You know, it was nice to have that second chance. I met some really amazing people um, that I realistically think that I would win. No, not even close. <laughs> I mean, especially, I mean, let's be real here. Come on. Chris had like, what, a thousand extra knots thrown on him, and he still almost yeah. won. Um, the, the kid is honestly extraordinary. He's very intelligent. He takes risks. He, you know, drives me completely insane, but he is not a bad person. (laughs) We're just very um, similar yet different. You know, he sees things one way. I see things another way. He sees me as um, someone that's not going to do the way he wants it to be. And I refuse to do it that, you know what I mean? It's just yeah whatever it's like a mother-son thing almost but at the same time he (laughs) is i I knew anything athletic there was no way because there was him there was joe there was aurora there was aubrey there was julia there was kelly i mean anytime a clue came and people started running i would be like go get them guys (laughs) i mean (laughs) i'd still be running but i wasn't as fast you know like my whole training prior to survivor was don't get hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sit around and eat. Don't get hurt. And I'm glad that I showed up with a few pounds because I wasn't like a mess. These like Chris was exhausted. Joe was exhausted. You know? Yeah. I mean, all these like people that were thin and in great shape, they were exhausted. So there you have it. Tell your sister if she gets on eat before she goes. (laughs) (laughs) i I
0: will tell her that
1: for sure (laughs) do it yeah
0: was part of the mentality you had when you were out there you were like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity i finally got on the show that i've wanted to be on i would assume you've wanted to go on survivor you weren't someone that they just called up all of a sudden right you this was a dream you had
1: yeah i mean so I've been watching it since the beginning, my husband and I.
0: I have too. I've been watching Borneo. I was five years old.
1: Uh, I mean, it's 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 such a great show. It's yeah. especially a family show, right? Yeah. So, um, and it'd always be like, oh, cause my husband would be like, man, if you went on there, you'd get voted off first. He's like, no way you would. And I'm like, no way you would. So, knowing, <laughs> okay, so knowing that and getting voted off first, come on, that was terrible. Oh. but. He actually wouldn't have gotten voted off first. Why? Because he, I mean, maybe if somebody was trying to build something and like they knew what the heck they were talking about, he would shut them down quickly. But he's not a cocky guy. He's not a loudmouth. He's not one to do stuff and tell everybody, hey, I just did all this stuff. He just kind of does it quietly and does it right, but can't watch people do things that don't make sense. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> He would let you know if you were doing something that just made no sense, but either way he was right. I was wrong. That's stunk. Um, but yes, while I was out there, of course you're like, I can't believe I'm here. And like, yes, the cameras are in your face every second, but you're not like thinking, I need to not say this. You forget they're there and you're just, in your own world do you know what i'm saying yeah like unless you when you wake up in the morning and they are in your face that's terribly annoying but they have to capture everything it's reality television right yeah so
0: when you go to the edge how many camera people are there so and did that having all those camera people there did that make it easier or did you just basically tune them out
1: well when i First, When you first get there, and so they like drop you off or whatever, right? And um, there is a camera crew there, but you don't know how many there are. Yeah. Because um, it's dark. I mean, it was really dark. And I remember someone saying to me in the middle of the night, I was just sitting there crying, rocking like a crazy person. Because I just didn't know what was going on. And I was so upset. And it was freezing. I don't think I've ever been that cold and wet and just shriveled up. And I didn't know what was there. To it wasn't until the light came a little bit, like the sunrise, that I saw a machete. And then I realized I can cut this rope and maybe have some of this tarp to cover myself. Do you know what I mean? Like I didn't know yeah. what was going on. And and this guy says to me. Do you want to talk? Now, when they say that, it's not, hey, I'm here for you. It's, do you want (laughs) to like do a confessional or something? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I remember I looked at him and I went, no! (laughs) 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 That was just so... I just sat there and cried and cried and cried. He must have (laughs) felt so bad for me. I just... But you know what? It's raw, real emotion. I, I mean... You can't fake that, you know, you're disappointed, you're sad, you're cold, you're hungry, you're tired. Because that morning, I hadn't eaten at that point really for three days because don't want to be a food hog, right? And the food you are eating is the stuff that's going bad. So it was like bruised bananas. And I think we cut one pineapple open because it was whatever food we had grabbed that was thrown off the ship, right, for, in the beginning. yeah, And... I remember throwing up the morning, the third day, the morning of the challenge. I just didn't feel good. That was the last thing I had eaten. So I hadn't eaten really, you can't really even count that. So that's like three days. I mean, it was a clean six days of no real food, which is fine. Like they don't even worry about you. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, man, I haven't eaten in six days. And they're like, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: You're, you're, because you don't, you're fine. I mean, imagine the children all over the world that have yeah. nothing it's really the hydration factor right and i was my big concern was um am i going to get a headache because i i'm such a baby if i have a stomach ache or headache i'm a small mess and i was fine so that's really all that <laughs> mattered
0: do you like the edge of extinction as a viewer
1: no <laughs> sorry <laughs> jeff Probst, i don't i liked it for me i like you know what i like i like season one yeah where there is nothing absolutely nothing i almost don't and i think the rewards the remember the old school rewards man where like you had that like and i was always that was always a big thing if i ever get on survivor and i only tried out once and i'm honored to have been chosen and all that stuff but I was so glad I never had to eat anything nasty because remember, it used to be nasty <laughs> yeah. stuff you had to eat and you didn't want to be that team member that didn't eat the nasty, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: where they put all the gross stuff in a blender yeah. and Jeff's like, here's or what you it's got. it's not even
1: in a blender. It's not even in no. a blender and it's crawling. Yeah. And I also never wanted to be that guy that ate it and just missed winning but still ate that nasty thing. <laughs> I didn't even (laughs) win. (laughs) But that's what I like. I like no idols. Yes. No no second chance because I don't. That's just. I I like old school. Let's just leave it at that. I like it. I actually kind
0: of like The Edge and I like Redemption Island because. I think, for instance, Reem, we got to know you a lot better. If and you we'll got say, to, I
1: mean, I appreciated it, but yeah, thank yeah. you.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I think what was kind of cool was I think the better way to execute it is if the episodes were longer, so we got more time of what's going on. If they were like ninety-minute episodes, so we could see the edge and what's going on in the normal game. And so I thought, especially on this season, we see all these old-school people that. I'm sure you like, as I really love all these old school people yeah, just to see them yeah. all go out. It's great to see them still on the show each week.
1: Yeah. I, you know what they should have had it either online or something where the yeah. show in itself of just the edge. Cause there is, it's, it's a whole nother dynamic out there, you know? So yeah, you know, it's outwit outplay out last, but last, is it, it's a mind blender it's it's hard out there it is and it it was very redeeming to hear everybody say how terrible <laughs> <laughs> especially Boston Rob he was like it's the worst place and I, I actually texted it to Aubrey I'm like Boston Rob just said this I'm so happy <laughs> Well, because it's like, was I just being a drama queen? Was it really that bad? No, he said it's the worst place he's ever been to. That's exactly what he said.
0: (laughs) What's your favorite season?
1: Um, You know, I like One World. I thought it was funny. There were parts that were funny. Now, I like it because I I like because Survivor can be really funny. Am I right? Yeah. Um, that's my favorite part. Right, so, all right, I don't remember, see, I'm really, see, this is what's funny, too. You're out there. I watch it, I enjoy it, and then I get on with my life. I don't sit there and make flashcards, I don't memorize everything. There's always a few standout players here and there, you know what I'm saying? But I don't, like, memorize what, when, and where, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. War dog knew all of that info. It was incredible. (laughs) Him and I think Gavin was like amazing on trivia. I cannot even tell you. I the only reason One World jumped out at me is because I watched it prior to going, and I thought it was. um, I thought parts of it were just really funny. I forgot that one dude's name, who was he was so sassy. I'll tell you his name in a a minute. He actually (laughs) he's he acted like he had appendix. Yeah, oh, You know what I'm talking about. S. Yes. He was <laughs> hilarious though. And then, did he not have appendix issues? Was that a bunch of baloney? I don't Just know. So that's he could something get that, out of there.
0: I think that's something Jeff Probst has said.
1: He did say he said it on what did he say it on Blood versus Water? Yeah, what, like yeah, it? Blood yeah. versus Water or something. Yeah. Yeah, because then he quit and he was pissed. <laughs> remember? Yeah, I remember that. He's like again. First you fake your, yeah, I do remember that. Sorry. Um, yeah. So I love Colton. So I did think one world was funny. (laughs) I also like, um, I've always enjoyed anything. Boston Rob's on because he's a complete Jedi master. He just is like even down to really none of you guys have the fire tokens. And he totally (laughs) has like three in his pocket. Like, and he's making them feel bad that they don't know, dude, I swear. I don't have it. Wait, do you have it? No, I don't. Amber, do you have one? I mean, come on, <laughs> that was ridiculous.
0: Yeah, Marquesas, his first season. That is one of my all-time favorite seasons. I oh love my that gosh! Season. So
1: look at him. He looks like such a baby there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and see, and now I'm really bad with names. Remember Franquesca? Yeah. <laughs> Who jacked up her name? What was his name? Philip. Love, Philip. Philip and Coach on the same season, that's like, that is so fantastic. I mean, come on, how, don't you wish you were part of that? I wish I could have just heard the chatter on that season, would have been hilarious.
0: Well, Reem, it sounds like you are drawn to the show for similar reasons that I am. I love the characters. Yeah. so, for me, seeing all winners, like, this is fine, but I'd rather see a season where it's, like, just a bunch of Philip and Coach yes, and yes. Rodney yes. And, oh, and all kinds uh, of...
1: Is it Debbie, the one that has 500 jobs? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what I love. I love... I bring all the wild ones together. Yes, please. They're funny. Yeah. And You're it's funny, e- too, Rian. Well, I mean, that's nice of you to say, but it's, like... <laughs> it's funny because you know they're like what like like me you might think i'm funny but i'm like what i don't understand what the problem is like that's <laughs> because it's just how and as we get older it's just how we are man you know what i mean yeah um yeah who else who else would you want if you had if we had and ha- debbie Ooh. has to be in it Gotta how about have uh, chris noble chris okay <laughs>
0: chris noble the guy with the rapper all right
1: i think he got a bad. <laughs> that was so bad <laughs> now is he is he because i love how he, he loves his mom so much yeah i don't think because they kind of they made him look a little cockier probably than he really oh, is i bet totally. he can't possibly be that bad Totally. Yeah, no, he's not.
0: i just okay. met the character that we saw in the show i i loved it yeah, i thought yeah, it was yeah. so funny
1: yeah <laughs> um and i just love sari as a person i think that she's a good person to like keep the uh keep the uh, temperature mild you know she's a good calming force i feel like so i would like to have her around in case things got heated and who else let's see who else do you want
0: i think i have a list somewhere let me see if i can find All right,
1: this where's the list pull out yeah the let list. me
0: get it real quick I'll ask you another question in the meantime, I guess.
1: Okay, do it.
0: I guess I should ask you now, what do you think uh Winners at War? How are you liking it?
1: I love it, man. Yeah. I really do. Oh, also Natalie. I love Natalie. Yeah. From Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's great. Uh, you know what? Jeff Probst is so lucky and I heard him say, "Oh, they delivered." And they really have because if you see if we're not we're we're just halfway through. <laughs> And they really have delivered. It's been a fun watch so far, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I've enjoyed it overall. <laughs> but I to me, it's just seeing all the old school people. It just feels like a downer at the end of each episode. Like, I enjoy the first half hour. And then I'm like, oh, no, Ethan or Yule or, you know, Sandra. You wish they were still yes. in
1: it. Well, see, so that's why I guess... They use the that's see you are the reason that they use the edge this season, yeah, (laughs) because you don't like to see your favorites voted out. So they're giving you another opportunity to still see them. However, it's not the same, you're seeing them in a different light, sort of, and you're not seeing enough of them. I bet you a hundred bucks. Actually, I'm not going to bet you because I've been really (laughs) wrong about things lately. I wouldn't doubt it. It's be if they. I bet you they get a uh, loved ones visit. And I'm gonna be mad if they do. It's all I wanted, man. It's all I wanted. But I, I did read this somewhere that fans don't like to see the people they're rooting for unhappy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you don't you don't like to see your old school down and out, do you?
0: No, you don't like to see your team lose.
1: Right, so you'll probably be happy if they did get a loved one's visit, wouldn't you? Because you'd see their morale come back up, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it'd be... I heard there'd be a lot of kids this time. So maybe Rob and Amber's kids show up, yeah.
1: Who told you that?
0: Tyson was talking about it in his (sighs) preseason interviews. What did he say? Tyson (laughs) Tyson was saying that he fought really hard so his daughter, I think it's his daughter, could come and she's really little like she's only like 4 or 5 years old and then he said after that told everyone else that they could have their kids come out so he was saying that it was his he was the reason that he enabled it for all the, everyone else
1: because honestly i was going to say let hayden my son come out if i had that opportunity but at the time how old was he was he 16 I think he was 16. No, he was getting his permit. He was 15. And you had to be at least 18. So, yeah, that is a big deal. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. But but if you remember in season 39, what was that dude's name that got in trouble for the harassment? What's his name? Uh, Dan. Dan. I've already brought him out of my mind. He had his son come. How old was his son? He was young.
0: Yeah, he looked like he was, like, 14 or 15.
1: Right, because I was like, how's that fair?
0: <laughs> it's not fair. You know, Shane that. Powers on uh, Exile Island, his son came, too. And oh, his son was, right. like, 11 years old.
1: Well, that was something that was in the paperwork. I remember that, that they had to be a certain age. So, what ups. Good for them. I hope they get to see their kids. That's motivating. Yeah, definitely. It, it's a whole other ballgame because you are so lonely, like... It's so hard like you can't trust anybody even on the edge of extinction like you don't know what's up that you don't know if maybe you have to be nice to these people in case you you just don't know you know what I mean. Yeah, and you don't know if maybe hey, what if when they go in the game, they're allowed to bring a friend like I remember saying oh my gosh, I remember (laughs) saying would you bring me and Devin's and Chris said no. And I'm like, why am I even talking to you two? Like I was so, I was like, oh my goodness, I cannot stand you guys. But I mean, again, we're friends now. It's fine. But yeah, Uh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. This goes back to, it gives you um, trust issues a little bit. I mean, I know who I can trust in life. It's a freaking game, (laughs) but you still have feelings no matter what.
0: Yeah. Totally. So I have a couple of questions from Laura. Laura has, she sure. sent me a couple questions. All right. We got Laura. So her first one is, what did you guys do all day on the edge? And how did you pass the time?
1: Uh, it's painful. So you woke up in the morning. And who knows what time it is, of course. But the days are so yeah. long, man. So in the morning, we'd normally go get right. So, and you got to go up that mountain. So bravo that they did that 20 times for a fire token. You know, I would have done it too, because fire token. Yeah. That, that's why you're there. Yeah. Right. But you go get the rice and then you make the rice. Now, maybe some people are going to get the rice and you're going to chop up the coconut to make coconut rice. Or maybe you're going to go look for, um, what is that nasty stuff? We ate Con- conch or whatever, or <laughs> yeah. gather wood. Like you're always kind of working because you always need wood, always, right? You always got to gather wood. and You always have to have a stash. And it's nice to look for food, whether you're chopping up coconuts, looking for, because there weren't that many coconuts out there, man. There weren't really trees. And the coconuts you're getting are bunk. They're so bad. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's only so much you can do. You can play chess, but you only play chess so much. It wasn't until Ron, when Ron Clark showed up, because he had made cards. I guess they got materials at the merge to make stuff that we were playing spades. We played spades a lot. Yeah. I like spades. Julia was my spades partner. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I mean that, that's what you do really. You don't, you know, there ain't much to do man, because I remember I was really looking in the beginning for a clue or an idol or for something. And I'm like, dude, I just don't think there's anything out here. And there wasn't. And I remember in the beginning, like Keith would be like, I'll go get the rice because we didn't want Chris to know that there was rice and i'm like does he just think it magically shows up and you're the only one to get it to like (laughs) and then i'm like you can't honestly think that and it wasn't until Devin showed up that we were like okay dude there's a place around the corner where we get rice and he's like why wouldn't you tell me that i've been bored out of my skull and i would have gone (laughs) to get it and i'm like why would we trust you like why I'm like, in case there was something, I didn't need you to know the way, dude. Like, why would I tell you about that? Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of funny.
0: <laughs> I think I would have, if I was out there, I'd probably do like what Boston and Rob did on his first season, where they pretended to do a radio show, because that's just the way I am, podcasting and stuff like that. I think that'd be fun.
1: I mean, listen, that would be fun. But after a while, you're yeah. just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? The, it, <laughs> And and it was funny cuz I remember hearing Chris and Devin's talk about something and they I swear I kept hearing and they would say, "Oh, you talk a lot." I go, "Me? You guys have been talking about the same thing over and over again that I can actually finish your sentences." Like seriously? <laughs> um but you just I don't know. I I hope you have an opportunity to show us what you would do. Me? Cuz yeah. I'd love to see you on there. I would love
0: to be on there, but I don't think it'd be wise for me with my thyroid or lack thereof.
1: No, health wise. Well, you know what, though? Um, there is a doctor. Yeah. I don't know what your limitations are, but there I think there are. Um, if people have medication to take, I do think they allow them to take it. I don't know this for fact but i would assume that would be the case i personally didn't have any i was taking
0: yeah the thing is with mine is i'm totally healthy now um but i have to take supplemental thyroid dosages cuz i don't have a thyroid cuz they removed my thyroid yeah. so that can change if um if i were to lose weight then i'd have to i'd require a different dosage and i have to keep adjusting oh, it
1: oh yeah, yes that would be like a, I wonder if anyone's ever had diabetes out there because that
0: yeah. That
1: would that would be very 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 difficult. Yeah. I mean.
0: But I would love to get on one of these other shows like Big Brother or The Amazing Race. Big Grace. Brother. Yeah.
1: Big Brother. You like Big Brother? I
0: I'm a newer watcher, but I last year I thought maybe maybe this is what I'll do cuz I I probably should not be going on Survivor it wouldn't be a wise choice for my body. Yeah.
1: But yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe I'm I could sorry. do this
0: Big Brother thing. So I watched the last season.
1: Yeah. You could do Big Brother. Yeah. Or The Bachelor. You could. Can- <laughs> oh,
0: <dear. laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I I would be eligible for that show.
1: <laughs> Currently single, yeah. you could do The Bachelor. <laughs> yes. There you go.
0: Yeah. I mean, but hey, all the guys on there, they all have girlfriends anyways.
1: So. <laughs> right? Um I'm not a big Bachelor watcher. No. I just I think it's a little ridiculous. So yeah.
0: Yeah, me neither. You ever watch uh, The Challenge on MTV?
1: No, but I used to watch The Real World, and then there was Road Rules yes. that had people from, I guess, The Challenge and um, Real World.
0: Yeah, they all go on The Challenge.
1: Yeah, but all it was, it's always a big house that everybody's hooking up with everybody in. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: Yeah. so laura's other question for you is do you want to play again
1: um you know i'm not i'm not silly if i was asked i would be honored that they asked i would just i would be worried (laughs) listen i'm not worried man i just want it's hard to be guaranteed that you'll do well you don't know what's gonna happen and it's it's a big deal to leave for that amount of time to like Tee it up financially, to not be with your family, to worry about like your parents and you miss. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot um, there. I, I would probably say, yes, don't get me wrong, but it is it is a lot to um, walk away from. And especially if you don't do well again. No. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> gosh. That would be my worst fear, dude, worst fear. But it's also pretty incredible to not have to sincere. And next time I swear, mark my words if the, if I do get another chance and it'll be hard, but I will try to be the most selfish person known to man <laughs> because you have to be, you actually have yeah. to be, you know that Yeah. you actually have to be. And that's why I think sometimes the younger ones do so well because they emotionally detach easier.
0: Interesting. I. It also seems like if the younger people betray someone, that people aren't as mad at them because it's like they expect it from them in some way. Like you bring that up. Right. Whereas I remember uh, Dawn on uh, her season got to the end and everyone was mad at her because she had betrayed them.
1: Yeah and they were like what like i trusted you and it's like you know you're darned if you do you're darned if you don't
0: yeah right? i think it comes down to the social aspect at the end of it
1: it's uh, it's you know what i'm sure and i know this that like the returning players when you don't when, when they made it to the edge that they were like what what am i doing man
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> like why did i go through this again because It's I don't know it. It's a lot. It just is, especially. It's just so to answer her question, of course I would do it again, but I would, I would be stressed out the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) Like what am I doing? I would sit there and be like, I have to. I would just have to try and remember to be completely the opposite of what I was and who I am, which which is hard. But you have to remind yourself so. To answer a question, yes. I'll
0: be I would really be interested because one of the things we talk about, all these old school people going out early, one of the things that happens when you have these all-star seasons of people who've been on the show several times or they've won is they all have a target on their back coming into the game. And so I think it'd be interesting to do another season like the second chances season with people such as yourself who weren't on there super long, and so people wouldn't really, yeah. obviously you'd know some of these people from the community and they'd know a little bit about you, but they wouldn't say, Oh my gosh, we got to get it ream out because she found all these idols.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It would just be like an even playing field. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'm, I'm down for that because yeah, otherwise if you put me on a season with Devin's, Devin's would probably get torn. Targeted because he finds a million idols, right? And he's right, super creative. Yeah. And yeah. Where no one knows anything. I mean, I, I didn't find anything ever, so they have nothing to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's embarrassing.
0: I found my list.
1: Oh yeah. Tell me your list.
0: Yeah. Uh Rodney, coach, Philip. How about Nora from last season?
1: Oh, I know Nora. She is super great.
0: Oh my gosh, she is so she funny. She is,
1: yeah, she is um, really, really great. Actually, she's exactly what she sees, what she got. And of course, they, you know, it, they may have made her look a little more <laughs> loco than she is, but she's, I like authentic people, dude, and she is. So I like her a lot.
0: Yeah, we could also get uh, yes, Keith Nail. I liked him a lot. I thought he was funny.
1: Oh, Keith, let's stick yeah. to the plan. <laughs> I say we stick with th- we say that all the time around here. <laughs> stick to the plan. At I your love house? stick to the plan. Yeah, I say we stick <laughs> to the plan. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny.
0: Uh Chris Noble, Alan Ball, the football player, he was only on a few episodes.
1: Oh yeah. He was on Heroes versus Triple H was he on Heroes versus Yes, Hustlers. Yeah. Yeah, he made that guy strip down because he thought he had an idol who was working. <laughs> who was it that he made do that?
0: I think it was Ben for, on this season. No,
1: it wasn't Ben. It was... Oh, it, uh, it was
0: at, uh, JP, I think his name was.
1: He Because he was chatting it up with that young lady that was the lifeguard. Yeah. And he thought they were working together. Yeah, yeah. What was up? Yeah. Right? Am I right? Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I just don't remember
1: I, anybody's name, but I remember what happened. Yeah, he made him strip (laughs) down. And then they thought he was kind of losing it. So, yeah. Uh,
0: John Rocker. I think he'd be entertaining.
1: Which one was he on?
0: He was the former Braves pitcher who got into it with Natalie. They'd always mouth off to each other on Uh, uh, San Juan del Sur.
1: (laughs) Hold on, hold on. I'm bringing him up now. I have to see his face. Uh, Images. What did we do before the internet? (laughs) oh and this was like his girlfriend on the show right yes oh yeah yeah. he was sassy i remember him i remember she looked good um yeah yeah is he a nice person (laughs) i don't know
0: i I won't get into that (laughs) okay
1: (laughs) you just know that he would be he's fun to watch yeah
0: yeah he's entertaining uh chris noble angelina
1: Angelina's such a nice person. She just had a baby. Oh
0: yeah, I'm sure she is. You know what?
1: I saw her at Hearts of Reality last year, and I was like, I had this little girl come up and hand her, and she's like, "Do you want this?" And Angelina was confused. She's like, "What?" She's like, "My jacket. Do you need a jacket?" <laughs> <laughs> and she saw me <laughs> laughing so hard she was like oh, oh it was my gosh so that was so good i mean come on that's so <laughs> classic
0: i had to think about that for a second and that's i remember like the oh best. yeah <laughs> the, jacket.
1: the jacket the classic jacket <laughs> philip i what is philip doing now that's what we need to know Well, he wrote a book are you serious about him being a secret agent or what? What's it yes. about? Yes. Nuh uh.
0: Yeah, it's like, but it's about him as a special agent, <laughs> Philip Shepard. It's a children's book.
1: Oh, it's a children's book. Okay, that's great. He's funny.
0: Yeah. So funny. <laughs> How would you compare Survivor slash The Edge to Shelter in Place Right Now? <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's no ants in my bed and I have Hulu. Um and I'm actually with people I want to be with. <laughs> and I just have a pint of ice cream. So it's a lot different. It's a lot different. Um, you know what's funny? Like I work from home. I have to travel for work. And sometimes I have to like go into a field office thing here. But whenever my car's not in the driveway, my neighbor calls and she's like, Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, why? She's like, well, you left your house. And I'm like, seriously. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I do the same to her because she works from home. Because we like being home. I have no issue with it. Now, this is no joke, this whole shelter in place. And I wish everybody would do it. But I'll tell you, I went to the grocery store yesterday. And it was weird, man. Like I was wearing my gloves. I had a bandana over my mouth and face, which really isn't the answer. But it's an effort. It wasn't your
0: buff, was it?
1: No, I didn't want to be that person that wore I mean, seriously, like what that's at that point I'm advertising. Like, look at yeah. me, do you know I me? Mean? Um, no thanks. I um I do wish I would have washed the bandana though. I think it, I found it like on the corner of my closet and it was all dusty. It was terrible. It was like <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so gross, but I still have something on. But um it was weird. Did you ever watch Handmade though?
0: Have not seen that.
1: It's so bizarre, man. It's it's disturbing actually and I don't know why but certain parts just reminded me of that just it's it's just a really weird time, you know. Yeah. And your best bet is to just stay home, man. I don't know, not to be a downer, but
0: yeah. No, I think the key is what are positive things that could come out of this? This is an opportunity to spend so much time with family. This is an opportunity yeah. to, if you ever wanted to learn an instrument, write a book, uh, start a website, start a podcast, you have the time to do that. There's, You've had so much, there's so Clean many things. Clean your
1: closet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If there are movies or shows that you've always wanted to get around to, I just saw Naked Gun. I had never seen that before. It's so funny.
1: Oh, that's old school, man. Yeah. Yeah, there's some um, good shows out right now, too, which is sweet.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, just, just got to stay positive and f- look for the silver linings.
1: Totally. There, and there, there are silver linings because we're talking right now. We're a yeah. So, there you go. There's the biggest one.
0: We have so much to be thankful for. I got a couple more questions here. And then uh, I don't know if you need to get. Um,
1: I got to binge watch my show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What
1: show? I'm watching this. What is it? Little fires or something. Oh, yeah. Your sister was watching it, too. I talked with her about it. It's at Reese Witherspoon. It's on Hulu. It's really good. What is it called? Fires? Little fires? What's it called? Do you know? Oh, it's called Little Fires Everywhere. That is what it's called.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. I just finished watching Curb. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Was oh, that good?
1: Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, he's funny. Those guys are just funny.
0: Yeah. I finished that yesterday. The season just ended a few weeks ago. It's it's that's a fun show. It's so funny.
1: It really is. It's like The Office. I yeah. love The
0: Office. <laughs> what was it like watching yourself on TV? <laughs>
1: You know what? It was funny. It cracked me up because I didn't. You remember, but you don't remember. I don't remember saying to Chris, I'm going to dropkick you. I do remember him like picking a lizard because there's lizards freaking everywhere. (laughs) man. And then like, you know, I love that Devin's animals and, you know, I wouldn't hurt the lizard, but I don't need it like talking to me. That's not necessary. (laughs) We don't need to be that close to each other. I know it's there stay out of your way, stay out of mine, you know, it's just mutual respect. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it was funny. It was funny to see.
0: <laughs> How'd your kids like it? How'd they react?
1: They thought it was funny. I mean, you know, I was so worried that they would be embarrassed and not proud of me. And they were proud of me. I mean, of course they wish I did better, but um, you know, it was we laughed at some of the stuff like, cause it's just me, like yelling at war dog to set expectations i always say that to my so they thought that was hilarious that I. Was, they're like you actually said that and i'm like <laughs> i don't just say to you all like seriously set expectations man i'm not you know what's wrong with that to,
0: right has your life changed at all in terms of people tweeting at you recognizing you anywhere in public what's that been like
1: um all right well first of all I'm surprised that anybody's ever wanted a cameo. Thank you for buying one. Um, oh yes. And, you did a great and job. Some, well, you're very nice. And someone's like, why are you 20 bucks? Because I can't believe anybody a wants one B a lot of times it's folks that are younger that are buying them. And I don't want you spending your money on that. I mean, I don't mind calling somebody or saying happy birthday to somebody. Um, I'm just, Listen, I wasn't looking to make money off any of this. A million bucks would have been sweet. I'm not going to lie, but otherwise, whatever. This <laughs> yeah. um, far someone recognizing me, you know, I, it's, it's nice that anybody watched it, cared about my journey, whatever. It's nice. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes I forget that I ever did it. And someone like I was at Costco and I said to somebody, I was like, dude, this line's out of control. And this chick looked at me and she's like, you were on survivor. And I was like, and i was like and meanwhile i probably and almost positive i was wearing like i tend to wear a ski hat all the time because i'll just run errands (laughs) jump out of bed and run errands like i don't shower before i leave my house and look amazing so i guarantee you i probably had a ski hat on but my voice is what gave it away and i was (laughs) like dude this line and she's like oh my god no and i just started laughing i was like yeah (laughs) thanks for watching um So you know what? It's nice. If anybody says something, you should be appreciative, right? Yeah.
0: Did she Um, want a picture or anything?
1: She did take a picture, and I looked terrible. But then I try to (laughs) remind myself, you've got to look better now than you did. Like It can't (laughs) be any worse than what anyone has seen. So there you have it, right?
0: Yeah. What's it been like meeting some of these people that you watched on Survivor all these years?
1: Um, well, I haven't met that many people that have been like, I've never met Sandra. I've chatted it up with her like on Messenger, and she was really kind and um, sent a video to someone I was just trying to pull together um, a bunch of survivors to make like an uplifting video for somebody. But
0: oh, nice. And
1: she was more than willing to do it. Um, she just seems like a great person. But I've never met her or, I mean, Joe it was great to meet him. And, you know, Kelly and Aubrey and, um, David, they're great, you know, but I secretly would, that would have been cool to have met, um, both of them, like the whole Island of the Idols. Yeah. That would have been cool to, uh, have met them for sure, because, you know, they are kind of the greats, right? (laughs) Yeah. And I, I, I love like the whole thing. No one really... I don't like, I'm not a big social media person. Sometimes I post stuff, but not really. I like um, following people like Tyson on Twitter. Do you follow him?
0: Oh, he's hilarious. He's uh, he's Laura's he favorite. He was
1: opening up those cards. Those cards were fantastic.
0: I didn't see that.
1: He did a, oh my God, it was so funny. He did a live, I think it was on Twitter. And I, he was did he go live on Instagram those,
0: last night? I think I got a notification. I didn't see it.
1: Oh, did he? I don't know. I was, we had a uh, bonfire tonight. So I was trying not to use my phone. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, I, you know, I just, I don't get on that much, but he is hilarious. He's what were great. the cards saying? There were trading cards about the dude trading. Man, I forgot what it's called. He's funny. If he goes on live, you guys need to jump on that because he is super fun to watch. Or the.
0: yeah before cameo existed i tweeted at him and i said hey can you congratulate my sister on picking her college and not tag me in it like just make it a big surprise and then he tweeted at her and laura was just so excited because tyson's her all-time favorite
1: oh see i like that you know i i like it when people do things just to do things and aren't like only driven by um you know, pay me a hundred bucks and I'll do it. These, the rad dudes, the <laughs> rad dudes are amazing. The rad dude cards. <laughs> have you seen those? Have
0: not seen it. What is it?
1: So there are these random cards <laughs> that say like funny things on the back. And um, he found a whole bunch of them when he was cleaning out, I guess, closets with his wife. It was hilarious.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to have to check that out. And I'm sure the listeners want to check to, it out. You have to because
1: well. he was. He was reading them out loud and he was, he's just funny. He's hilarious. Guy's hilarious. He really is. So um what do you think about Wendell going to the edge? You know,
0: I was actually a little surprised. I thought he was gonna stick around a little longer.
1: They were editing him to look kind of um Yeah. Now was he really being cocky? I don't know because sometimes things or sound different than they are or look different than they say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know, but I can't ima- I can't wait to see what furniture he's able to make yeah. with the crap that he has offered to him there. That's what I want to see. That's why I'm glad he's there, because I want to I see what lemonade he's going to make with what's being offered to him.
0: <laughs> it's too bad he wasn't there with you, that he could have made uh, the edge a little better.
1: Well, I'm wondering how he can make anything better. There's no bamboo out there. There's no... Um, you're not allowed to break down the shelter that's being offered, which is nothing, but that's the only real wood. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm very interested to see if he is able to make any furniture on the edge. So
0: Oh, he'll have plenty of time.
1: Yes, he has time and he has helpers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, him and Rob, that could be like the best... They- those two, if they had been on the same tribe, they could have built the best shelter in Survivor history.
1: Right. Well, it's not too late. They not have too late. time. They have yeah. Time. <laughs> see, but like that's really... why the edge
0: can be kind of cool.
1: But there's no, you don't. Have, I I just want to see. I'm just going to be quiet and see what they do with the resources that they have.
0: Should okay. be good. Yeah. When we were watching that challenge this past week Ooh, where wow. someone had an opportunity to come back into the game, <laughs> Laura and my mom and I, we all looked at each other and we said, wouldn't it be funny if Reem just brought came in all of a sudden and Jeff's like, "We got one more competitor." Oh, Reem's been on
1: <laughs> Did <Dude>, that challenge? <laughs> it's the same one that we had. It's terrible. Because you know what, everything about it is fair. It's all fair and square. But that is not easy. There is one part of it where you have to like jerk up in order to keep moving on. And unless you realize all of that, you're never going to get it. Never. And I bet you that was actually more than one ball you had to get in. Cause ours was actually three balls. Really? And they only showed, I'm sure like ours had three balls. Wow. I couldn't even get one in. And then they showed the two. Huh.
0: I didn't know that. I'm almost
1: positive. There were more balls that were shown. Hmm. I do know that. Now, maybe they only did do one ball. I don't know. But that's it's a a hard challenge. It really is.
0: How much longer were the challenges that you participated in compared to what was shown on TV?
1: Well, I mean, you got to think, in the end, did it get cut short? Yeah. Because... It's just the ball part, right? So you're seeing as it's happening. You're seeing the entire challenge. That's how long it is, you know, because you have to actually see it play out on TV. Unless, of course, it's like something where you're waiting around and it's like elapsed time, or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like on those where there's actually part one, two, three, you see it all play out, and and they give you a chance. Like if you answer, like, do you have any questions? And I remember in our last challenge to get back in the game, I saw this one part of the challenge and I was like, how the heck am I supposed to get my body through that? But I'm like, well, no one else is asking. Guess what? Who cares no one else is asking? You, I should have asked because I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. And it held me back so long until I finally figured it out. So I should have a million percent asked like, whoa, how does it work? You know? Let that be a life lesson for you.
0: (laughs) I know there were a lot of people who thought that the challenge at the end, when you had an opportunity to come back into the game, Mm -hmm. favored stronger competitors. I know some people were saying that it should have been more of an endurance challenge that anyone could win. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, sure, I'll agree with that because maybe I would have done better. Um, there were some, (laughs) I mean, you had to go in and out and in and out, and then you had to weave your body through this thing by moving the ropes. And then there was stuff. You always have to untie stuff. That's so annoying. And then you had to rope something back and forth. And then there was the puzzle in the end that you had to bounce out to get the ball in. Yeah, that didn't work out so good for me. None of them. (laughs) (laughs) I would have, listen, I had even said in one of my confessionals, you never know what that last challenge is. If I just have to sit there for hours on end, fine. (laughs) And I could have killed it. I could have been really, really good at that. Like, (laughs) that's not what it was.
0: My last question for you. And then if you want to bring up anything, we can talk about anything you want. I guess the last thing I'm curious about, that whole experience on Survivor, was there anything that you learned about yourself or a way that you grew personally that you've been able to apply to your life or is applicable maybe in a time right now that's a little uncertain where people are a little stressed out and just uh, not really knowing what's going to happen here in the future?
1: Um, yes, there is something that I... Everybody deserves to be heard everybody deserves respect and if you're going to make an effort to call somebody or if somebody calls you and you pick up the phone give them the time that they deserve or don't pick up the phone or don't call them especially if they're older yeah you understand what i'm saying totally like Parents. will to say parents. I was I woke up one morning and I was like, oh my gosh, Chris, thank you. And I was a little emotional. And he's like, What are you crying about now? And I was like, Oh my God, shut up. <laughs> I was like, first of all, shut up. Um I'm like, you know what, man? I just had an epiphany. And it was and it was my mom. Because so many times I'm trying to like be like, oh, what are you talking about? You know, as parents get older and you get older, you end up almost the role reversal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And guess what though? They don't want you ever telling them what to do. Um, they may ask, but they really don't want your opinion. They really don't. They're just asking for you to verify what they thought, really. So at the end of the day, what did I learn? Just sit there and let them talk. Let them be heard. Just give them an opportunity to know that somebody cares enough to listen. Don't think that your opinion is the right one because they never want to hear that. They don't. And if they really want your opinion, say, do you really want to know? Because they might not. They just want somebody to talk to. They just want to share everything that they heard on the news that is going on. <laughs> and
0: <laughs> They
1: just need someone to talk to sometimes and be respected. So just sit there quietly, put on your seatbelt and listen. Because at the end of the conversation, you'll be so happy that they're like, okay. You know what I mean? That they, yeah, it wasn't like you're not frustrated with them because you're going in with the right expectation. You just, need to learn that it's not it's not just you there are other people
0: do you understand what i'm saying totally totally get it i think a lot of times people just it's not about what you say it's more just being there and being present when someone's going through something
1: being present being polite just giving someone giving someone the comfort to know that someone is listening and cares yeah don't be so rushed with people Give them your time.
0: Yeah, and I'd say if you have anyone in your life that you know deals with some form of anxiety or depression, to check with them right now. Because life being thrown off, I mean, it's tough enough for people who don't have any type of mental health issues to get adjusted to the normal imagine what it might be like for someone who thrives off of being an extrovert and seeing everyone or their job and now they don't get to go into work anymore
1: or your I don't know how old people are but your mom or your grandparents yeah love as silly as it may seem to you what you ate that's a whole entire conversation for them (laughs) Yeah, you know the silly something that isn't a big deal. Just put, always put on your patience pants when you're talking <laughs> to folks that are a little older, because one day you're going to be a little older if you're lucky, and you're going to yeah. want someone to give you the time and respect and the patience that you feel you deserve. So,
0: absolutely, there you go. Could not have said it better myself. Reem, this was so much fun. I don't have any other questions for you. I will give you a chance to plug a couple of things. Do you have anything for me? Is there anything <laughs> that you wanted to talk about we didn't talk about? You
1: know what? Your parents must be so proud of you and your sister. <laughs> you are such a lovely young man. Um, and you, from you know what I've learned about you, gave that respect and love and time to your grandmother. I love mm. that. And my kids do the same with my mom. And it means the world to me. It's just that's what you dream that the circle continues with respect and love. And, you know, you're, you're a good kid. And thank you for having me on your show. And I wish you the best. Thank
0: you so much, Reem. That's so nice of you.
1: Yeah, You're welcome. Of course.
0: So you got a cameo. I want I want you to plug your cameo here. <laughs> no,
1: I don't want to plug it. I'm surprised anybody hits it up.
0: Well, I gotta tell the listeners, guys, Reem did an awesome job for cameo. It was like a two-minute clip, which I think sometimes I've seen some of these samples before. I bought the cameo. I wanted to make sure that they were high quality because some people's cameos they just say hi, happy birthday, and then that's it. It was like ten seconds, but I don't you know when, when to shut time... up.
1: That's the problem. I need to know when to stop.
0: <laughs> I saw, um, you know, uh, Dominic. He, his are like nine minutes long.
1: I like him, man. You know, I would love to meet that guy. He is very active in the survivor community and he was hosting a pool party last summer. He's just not that close to me. And now he's in Jersey. Like, sorry, bro, I ain't going there, but he seems like a lot of fun. I like him and he's very real and I don't know. I I have family in Jersey, so I, I, I dig those folks. They're, you know, they're who they are and I appreciate it. Yeah. He's, yeah.
0: He seems like an awesome guy, but that's what I like. I think yeah. give the, you know, just give people more content. If they yeah. like you that much that they'd buy a cameo from you, like the more you talk to them, I'm sure the the more they appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't see why you wouldn't do that, you know. But I have got nothing to plug. It's all good. If you want it, you'll find it. I'm not <laughs> plugging it. Um, I appreciate anybody even considering it. So, there you go. And uh I'm probably the cheapest one out there, I will say. <laughs>
0: There might be some fifteen dollar ones on there.
1: I don't know, man. I don't know. Rob's a hundred bucks though. I mean, I'm sure he's worth it, but wow. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. I mean I like to be open to the public. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, if Rob was twenty bucks, he wouldn't have time to make cameos all day at
1: all. Right, I guess. That's true. He's probably slammed. He is slammed, actually. If you go to his, he already has Let's see. Let's check it out. Let's just spend a minute yes. here. You could go down this rabbit hole. Yeah, let's do it for hours. <laughs> Have you gone? I mean, no offense to Caitlyn Jenner, but hers are like so. She's the, I think she's the most expensive one. And they're like, um, they're like not that great. I don't know. That's yeah. just me. Check it no, out. I've though. seen
0: it. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very expensive. Have
1: you actually seen it? Yeah. Well, she starts to sing and then she stops. <laughs> and it's like, why'd you stop? <laughs> i'm not gonna sing the whole song please do i just paid 2500 bucks like come on (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's funny but anyway thank you for today and uh dear listeners jack's a good dude continue to follow him and i hope your career blows up man Thank
0: you so you much, Reem. That means a oh, lot to welcome. me. You don't want to throw your Twitter handle out there?
1: It's all good. I mean, listen, if someone really wants to find it, they will. How
0: about that? <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Reem. This is great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Have a great day.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Reem Daily, thank you so much to Reem. For joining me today on The Jack Vita Show. Learned a lot about her time on Survivor. It was really fun to hear about her personal experiences and also just talk a little bit about life right now. I know a lot of you that are listening might be experiencing some difficulties with the economy, with COVID-19. I don't know if I have any healthcare workers that are listening. If you are a healthcare worker, thank you so much for everything you're doing and everyone else. We're going to get through this. I I know it and I know that God's going to bring us through this time. So it was really fun. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you were able to laugh along and relax a little bit because that's what I'm hoping that this podcast can provide to people in this time. I'm still going to keep creating content even with no sports going on it's just a bump in the road. We keep going. To those of you who listened today for the first time because you saw Reem tweet this out, go ahead and check out this podcast. There's a lot of good stuff in my feed. I interviewed Johnny Fairplay a couple of months ago. I also spoke with Leslie Niece from Survivor China back in October of last year. I previewed This Survivor season, Winners at War, also back in February. So plenty of great content to go back in the library and check out. And plenty of great content coming up over the next couple of weeks. Later this week, I will be joined by former Northwestern baseball first baseman, Zach Jones. He joins the podcast to talk about my all-time favorite movie, Happy Gilmore. We will watch Happy Gilmore and talk all about it. So that will be a very fun episode. You're not going to want to miss out on that one. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow me on Twitter at JackVitaShow, and you will be in the loop on everything coming up on this podcast, everything I'm working on during this period of quarantine and social distancing. Guys, keep staying positive. Keep trusting God. We are going to get through this. Things are going to get better. Believe that. I do. Hopefully, you will join me again later this week for the Happy Gilmore episode and for the other fun stuff coming up on the podcast. Until next time, I'm Jack Vita. Bring in the dancing lobsters.